Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Another revival which we can kind of talk about. I know it was kind of lower down on the, the running order, but I mean, Ethan Erhon, like the, the turnaround under Robinson has yeah. been pretty. And like, and you can easily say that we didn't replace that part of our midfield after he left in January. Yeah. I think it shows how good a man manager mm-hmm. Rob, uh, Robinson is because Goodwin, like, I, I can't speak to the kind of in the workings of the club, but I, I've, I heard they kind of clashed heads a wee mm-hmm. bit. And Goodwin, just whether he kind of wrote him off a wee bit I know there was um, like the cup game at air last season sticks in my head where he pretty much spent the whole time coaching everyone through a game and just like screaming at him I think he gets subbed off about 50 odd minutes in but Robinson clearly knows how to identify what a player needs whether mm-hmm. it's a Arm around the shoulder, or I kind of kick up the ass, and whatever way it was, he got the best out of um, it. He saw it was evident after the Kilmarnock game. Yeah, when he get, when he gets sent off, like you could, I, I think you put Goodwin in Robinson's shoes there, and I think Goodwin, not, Goodwin's not like an outwardly aggressive guy in the media or anything, but I think yeah, he would. No, like, I think he would like. I think he would like passively yeah. nail him in the press conference. Whereas Robinson was very much a like Ethan knows he can do that, yeah. and yeah. moved on. Like it was. It was just a, a totally different approach that I think Robinson brings people with him. I think he, he kind of works out what applies best. And, and I think from, from everything we've heard about guys like Gallagher and, and Dunn and all the rest of it, they absolutely love him, but it's because they're challenged and they're pushed. Yeah. And that'll work with some people. It won't necessarily work with someone like Erdogan from I think Erdogan became the player that we all kind of knew he could be. And yeah. By all accounts, is smashing it down. So enjoyable to well, watch. Yeah. You, you could tell from a couple of the, the kind of social media posts that Erdogan had when Goodwin was still in charge that. That just it, it didn't paint Erdogan in a good mm-hmm. light to begin with, but all that kind of cut out straight away. The one after the Aberdeen game when he put the photo of himself uh, shaking hands with good, uh, good one. Uh, he kind of said everything it had to say, yeah. didn't it? Yeah. He was um, modelling Lincoln's new kit for next uh, season. Uh, like you can tell he's just gone straight in there, started. They love him, every, yeah, 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 big time. Yeah, we were talking about earlier about turnarounds, but I was really critical about Erdogan. I thought he was petulant, lazy. Didn't, wasn't interested, just couldn't be asked, you know. You're talking about listen, I, I'm talking about 
guys you would drive somewhere that some of a team I would have done that way. Anyway, maybe it was those things because he uh, wasn't getting the right kind of uh, management uh, in that exactly. Time, yeah. And then the change, the change, the change to I mean, he was a pivotal member of our midfield. You know, he was just, just like he grew up over the course of uh, a, a summer. He just kind of uh, just kind of got uh, it. And, it, and it, don't want to be like and Andrew said, he's got a gaffer there that's put his arm round him. Went look, you can't do that, pal. But you're still going to play for me rather than if Goodwin went and started kicking bibs and balls about and slaughter them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, crossroads here. Ones. You've got a year left and a deal at this level. Aye. Go and show you can do something and next season you won't even that's be looking at someone scores on a Saturday. Like. I think that's what Erdogan needed. Yeah. You're, you're bang on and I think that's what Robinson gave him rather than I think Goodwin would have maybe strung him up in the dressing room and went, fucking done this for me. Maybe his attitude is, listen, I'd kind of play for a guy like that and that certainly seemed the case when he did play for Goodwin but the turnaround for Goodwin and Robinson under Erdogan uh, under Robinson with Erehon, I thought he was absolutely brilliant. I'm not, I've not really replaced it, I would yeah. think. I'm, I'm kind of hoping that Boyd Muntz is the replacement. As we saw sort of glimpses of it um, in the game against Rangers at the end of the season. Uh, still, like, he's not had a lot of first-team football, so like you need to take that game with a pinch of salt because I think we might have said something similar about Nathan Sheridan. So, oh, well, <laughs> but Stemmer was like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> still, still to this day ongoing. Dermot Caro was was pretty pretty forthright on that Aye. front that Boyd Munch was brought in brought in on the knowledge that Ethan was was mm-hmm. going. He's someone yeah. who's maybe got the same kind of attributes, but will have to be coached up to reach that same kind of level, Aye. just the same way Erin was, and you only get that by playing football, and he's mm-hmm. not. We all said that at the time he got brought in, he wasn't there to come in and play many minutes at all. But he, he wasn't fit at all. Mm-hmm. And when he came in, compared to Rangers last weekend, he, he looked as if he'd shed a bit of stone uh-huh. and a half. Because so. before Rangers, was it like Dundee, the Dundee United? United aye, as well, that's, that's and I think he played three games for Middlesbrough. Uh, give him a, a full pre-season away and six or seven games, including the friendlies and the, the kind of League Cup, and you're going to be looking at a different player. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Because he's also got the the not an international place in his mind as well, so he'll he'll play for that. And Robinson's kind of said that you don't get twenty plus under twenty one international caps unless something mm-hmm. about you. So yeah, definitely. Um, also, what I, I mean, I'm looking at the thing, and it's that and they're on order in brackets. We're still in August, and we've been talking for about. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's kind of been all over the place, but maybe need to skim through some of them. Yeah, yeah, uh, a bit conscious of time. Um, but um, I think one thing. I mean, we can briefly talk about this because we've talked about it. We've done it to death. We we've talked about it in every podcast, but come August, like we get handed like a little. DM from Davy Nicol asking if we'd be interested in doing something with them on TV. Right. Yes, and then he replies, "How about yeah. tomorrow? Can you go on commentary?" We were just like, ah, "Hell yeah!" I even like, I, who, who was it that did that first comment? It was me and Sam, and we had the, to the, we spun a wheel the, to find out who would go this, on. With the it. size of the balls on used to to do that with oh, no. I'm not gonna lie, see when that wheel did not select my name. I, I was happy. I was the same. She had been raging if it was me because I really wanted to do it. And as soon as the as soon as the mic. And as soon as the mic went on, I, I just couldn't stop talking. I was like, fuck, this is unbelievable. I was like, this is the best thing that's but ever happened to me. On the flip side, see if your first try was at Ibrooks. Well, aye, there is yeah. that. And you had 10,000 people calling you a cunt. Because you called fun. the Rangers captain Tav. Aye. Well, Tav's a good boy, eh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the amount of abuse you got for that was just in it. Was I, I, I listened to that game and I think I was the opposite. I was annoyed because he's were relatively Well, the thing is, like, that, was, that was my first time doing something. And the first time you did something, you're shite. 
I, I just happen to be shite. I, I just happen to be shite in front of lots and lots of that's very the thing. angry hunts. I don't think so. it was shite. I think these were just too unbiased, and that's, that's what annoyed true. me. Yeah, maybe the thing is when you when when you look at the comments after every old farm game because I've all been watching the dodgy streams. It's just day two. And, and, yeah. and you literally do get the two arguments. You get people saying, and then you also get like, oh, this is a really refreshing neutral look. This is better than Tom commentator. It's like I would say that's the worst because see the the patronizers of like you guys. Actually, all right, yeah, 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 and then you get the other ones that go like we use two or two wee neds, and um, as you can finally see what Andrew looks like, it's the furthest thing from a ned. <laughs> I, 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 I think we've all had a wobble at one point in the season about it, and my wobble was after Celtic in that 5 1 game where having gone in looking to antagonize people, mm -hmm. I then just had such a crash, but. I think you just need to get that out of the, oh, yeah. the way. And then yeah. by the time we got to last game of the season, that, oh, that, yeah. that's maybe my favourite commentary. Mm -hmm. That 5-1 yeah. yeah. game also gave, personally, me probably the best moment listening to was the <laughs> good timing, Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> and also, like, just, like, you guys at the, the last game of the season, but I've gone back and listened to that since because it was such, mm -hmm. like, it was that just was good so fun. because fun, man. Like, and, I, and I'd like to say to, uh, not that there'll be many Rangers fans, like, watching or listening to this, I was making a fat joke about Alfredo Morelos and Raskin. That's all that was. I didn't say they were the same position. I just said there was a big gap to fill. Go to see Jamie. I was I sitting what, listening to that and watching it and I thought, does he think Raskin's a fucking striker? I was standing beside you, Jamie, and I had to say, I'd literally done this when I was talking. Jamie, he's not a striker. I know he's not a striker. He's not a striker. Raskin's a midfielder, Jamie. I know that. He's, he's just a bit chubby. That's, right. that's all I was trying to make. Even my mom got it. When I came, when I came back into the shop, I went, ah, that uh, fat joke was funny. And I was like, see, how can my mom get this and nobody yeah. else? My house, my mum thinks I'm cool. Rub your belly and go, oh, you're really good at these. I just am so, so happy that I've been the subject of a thread on follow follow yeah, yeah I just yeah, yeah. It, honestly it's might go in my seat getting called a dollar tipster fuck pig the, uh, it's maybe <laughs> see, see that the, what the you've noticed is now our measure hunters uh, group description the, the, the follow follow and the Kerrydale was my two favourite opposition oh, threads so to follow see the reading through, reading through the Kerrydale one after me and Ross were on at Celtic Park was fucking brilliant we were just getting caught <laughs> thick as anything who got hipster fuck pigs that, that was, that was, I've not heard that. That's incredible. You just get abused, but I've had nothing but compliments. I actually, oh, some, somebody sad. chapped my window in the Clyde Tunnel and I rolled it down. I'll give you a breath of fresh air. That man's name, Stuart Gilmer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but aye, the, the commentary's class. The, the date Celtic Park was fucking oh, hilarious, Sam, man. We yeah. celebrated that first of one goal that we were in, now we end. And you didn't, and the two years turned around and we were like, oh, fuck. And we, we sat do, do you know what made it better? To see Graham McFerson when he turned around and looked ah, at Graham, us after oh, What a guy, man. <laughs> Shout out to him, what a tremendous ah, ball. Patreon as well, so yeah, he's just we, um, we celebrated it, right? And uh, we sat down and everybody was looking at his press box. The Celtic fans to the left who were obviously getting Aye. full of the bevy before means and there was two kind of wee bams just Aye. get it wrong up, you know that. Just really done with the goal went in <laughs> So we went in it we went in at half time and uh, we said to like Graham and that, listen, sorry about that, we just screamed too much and went, No, listen boys, that's exactly what we want to hear. But like is that not why we've been asked to do it? No, hundred percent. That, that's and then so we're much getting hell, we like, up. 
Coopins. This is what it was like being in the Bombonera. Again, <laughs> just, just jumping about games, but like you guys uh, commentary for the Jonah Younger goal against no, Rangers. Yeah, one of my highlights this season. Like, and that's Absolutely because no. you guys are fans and you're enjoying Aye. it. You're not. Although he didn't score where the ill sleeps on the That's That's maybe my specific commentary highlight of the season. The fact that it then got used for oh, everything yeah. is just. <laughs> So, so good. I, I had this kind of struggle maybe the first game thinking maybe I was a bit kind of too biased and then you're, you're swinging between too biased and too professional and then you're like, well, that's why the club's actually used to do it yeah. because these are all wee guys that have grew up supporting the club. They don't want somebody robotic. That, they're not asking us to do commentary because we're like John Motson, like we were commentators. We're, we're just like bunch Better of idiots that like... Aye. Yeah. I mean, it's no coincidence that a GoPro has now suddenly appeared at the commentary booth. <laughs> Aye, but the thing is, to do all our credit, I think, see, see, see if something, or a someone player doesn't do something correctly, or you, yeah, I'm going to say criticism, but you're saying, listen, you should have done a lot Aye. better there. Or, you're, you're fair. Me and you who yeah. slaughtered the team for uh, Kyogo's goal, which uh, then when you watch back was the most unreal bit of movement yeah. ever, I mean, what a finish, and uh, exactly, even uh, Celtic uh, fans would uh, have been uh, so harsh. Saying, maybe we should have went with his left and said he's right, you're not just Closet, uh, you're watching a game thing. going, ah, oh, someone are great, and Celtic are really lucky, like, if I, I mean, apart for the last 15 minutes of that game where it just totally went out the Monday, when we were actually turning around, we were like, all right, we might win here. This is yeah. great. Like, aye, because we're fucking double now. <laughs> a boy I used to work with, and uh, JD Michael texted me after the game, and he was at UD and on TV, and I was like, aye, and he was like, me and my dad were howling at the fact that you actually said on public record the rules change when Celtic are losing. <laughs> <laughs> my mate texted me when we, uh, we scored that second goal, and he's like, mate, he, he said, I think I must have said something like, and the fans to the left of me have been silent. Yet again, <laughs> <laughs> has just those two drunken heads going fucking out. Can I just ask, has anybody not done a win yet? Just you, Me, just you. Oh, have you I've fast been been now? Yeah. Do you keep getting a couple of Desmonds when you do it? Huh? <laughs> no, I won each man. I think I've done. No, two each. Two, two. I might be in double figures for games I've done. I've not done a win yet. Genuinely, fucking I knew. Can it exclusively reveal that Andrew won't be on commentary next yeah. season? <laughs> don't, don't give him the League Cup. <laughs> no, we'll give him the League Cup. If we draw our way through, I'm pretty sure we're all right. Nothing but Ibrooks next year. <laughs> Which you'll probably like. That's yeah, right. yeah. Aye. Big Tav. March 31st. So I'm conscious of time and that we can mention a few wee bits that left the season. Obviously, I think the main thing we want, we can, I mean, we can gloss over, we, we beat Celtic. That was great. Class. We yeah. drew it's with Rangers. We should have beat Celtic. Okay. Uh, Wasn't my highlight of the season? Uh, we'll come in. That's one of the awards. <laughs> it typified how Sitmar and play. Like, I, I think I said kind of before that game, I, I was more confident playing against Celtic and Rangers and the teams kind of right. above us than I was going like away to like St. Johnston, for Aye. example. So we just we were set up to beat better teams than us. We had, we had their number that, that the entire 95, 96. In a way that nobody really has yes. had. Andy's number at all. No, no, until they, no until they gave up after they'd won the league, pretty much. Aye. I, I think we could probably, can probably lump just the performances against Celtic and Rangers in at the one. We were every single game against Rangers and Celtic, maybe apart from the game that we done at Ibrox is probably the only time, and no counting the pre-season friendly a few weeks ago is the only time that we were really knowing a game against yeah. Rangers and Celtic when the season actually mattered and we were playing for some. Even like your cup games when we like we went down to 10. But, but aye, we in it until in it until we weren't. I think the, the, cup, the Scottish Cup game you look back at that at Celtic Park it was 1-0 in the 75th minute Richard yeah. Taylor gets sent off and it finishes 5-1. 
the game I think it was just a few weeks before it's alright everybody can see you opening yeah. the bag anyway uh, the game a few weeks before was it the week 4 now at Celtic Park but then <laughs> you're getting undone by <laughs> the, the game the game a few weeks before you're getting undone by like, bits of magic with, with Jota and Kyogo like for the most part against Reading on Celtic this year we've been We've been tremendous, and I think um, we watching, probably never got as many points as we should have in these games. Uh, but watching the the final on the cup final on Saturday, I think early in the cloud put us that out. It was like I think Southwood scored about maybe thirty odd goals in the last fifty minutes of games over the course of the season, Aye. and it shows you that like the budget and the resources they have, they'll just mm-hmm. bring on players that can just but take advantage of any weakness Rangers done it too it. I think it was yeah, really noticeable yeah. in that game when we got beat 5-2 a couple of months ago when Rangers are subbing on like guys like Raskin Morelos and 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 you're, in the game for, you're in the game for 75 they hammer the advantage home later on I mean we've seen it at the, the 2 all game we were joking about it yeah, like when they brought on Celtic went and ended up playing a four Cal McGregor in the middle of selling then five attackers for the rest of the game and you're like right well what are you actually really meant to do here what you it's mm-hmm. a lose lose you can't yeah. you can't do at that point and aye we we really more than matched Rangers and Celtic for the majority of this season I think I mean I think that obviously shows the improvement in our squad and and going on to the other fact that we had so many international players this season aye. Yeah. which is unbelievable yeah. I, I always remember like I don't think Thank you. Uh, I don't remember um, ever having a Sutton player other than getting from under 21 level and you go, oh, someone's been called up to Scotland under 21. Stephen McGinn and all that. Or, um, and then to actually have people in the international team. Even Declan Gallagher got a call up. Six, six yeah. people get call ups all in yeah. this year. Right. I mean, he never got a cap while at Sutton, but he's still I mean, he, he got a call up for two massive qualifiers mm-hmm. for Scotland so it's he's still, he's, he's still did that come on in that game though? no he never I, got on I thought sure yeah. no, that was that way at uh, Ukraine Portis played at centre half mm-hmm. brilliant that night mm-hmm. but the best, uh, Gal- best period of kind of international call up success mm-hmm. I can remember I mean watching the watching the World Cup and hearing the commentator say the word St Man you just you're transported back to me <sighs> a wee guy being aye, like, so that's, that's my team the amount of social media yeah, post at the time says it wasn't it just us kind of buzzing off that it was everyone but mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. especially yeah. a guy Bacchus that, that we've said this before multiple times he literally rolled off a plane yeah with he's also performing a hundred percent and then he goes to the World Cup and fucking teabags Messi uh, for he's most come, of the he's game. come as to be like you can put yourself in the shop window, get your move to um, England if it's, that's what you want. Aye. You get in the international setup, and he's he's done it. Like he's absolutely done it. Mm-hmm. If we're going to give um, Jim Goodwin a bit of kind of credit after the fact for anything, I think it's that just changing ambition when you're signing guys as well. Like, I think previously to that, I think we speculated a lot and built a squad of maybe twenty two guys and just hoped some of it stuck. Whereas under Goodwin, you saw guys like Luke Tate, for example, or Junior Manias. Yeah, that's my points fucked in. So. No budget for yeah, the Olympic spot every season. But at like, one point, our back four were four former captains of yeah, the exactly. So you're signing yeah. guys who are good enough and who have already played first team for yeah. other teams at level and who are maybe in a better system and better organised, capable of doing something. And that's Just the like found, culture shift. And that's it? the foundation that what Robinson with like right. his almost hundred percent hit rate, almost on top of that is then provided where you've got six a, a team not paying the most obscene budget in the league or anything like it capable of putting six internationals out on a out on a park on a on a Saturday on a fairly modest budget. I think it's it's the you know, the kind of accumulation of something. It's not necessarily just signing five, six guys this season that might do that. I know you're right and I think Andrew 
spot on. I think when Goodwin came in, there was a culture change there, and uh, Robinson's inherited that. I don't think. <coughs> that I and built on it. I think if if you were to take Goodwin at the equation and and Robinson started when Goodwin took over, maybe a wee bit different. But listen, I'm the first guy to be critical of Goodwin. But what he created there and what uh, Robinson's inherited, all credit to him because it's more than a far different and better place now Aye. because of that than we ever have been. As, as you say, Mark, we just sign guys, twenty guys, and hope it sticks. I mean, look at Ian Murray. Scenario or Alec Ray, we just signed guys that should be good, probably weren't. Whereas under Goodwin and Robinson, especially, there's been a bit of research into it. A bit of let's yeah. sign that four guys across the back four, all ex captains, all really good players. That's that's something we need to continue with and and, and build on. Mm-hmm. And I think it, it, I don't necessarily think it was a gamble because I think it's not as if you, you exist in a vacuum. I think to not do that would have its own threat. So you either. You can't stand still. You either have to. It's just to what degree you you try and build. But this is the only thing I'll say about all the off the field nonsense is that it puts some of that kind of debt, or not debt, but loss question in context. That when people were losing their minds, the playing budget stepped up a bit. Yeah. And because yeah. of that, we're in oh, the yeah, top six. Right. And right. you're not in the top six because of how well you do over the course of a season. And the accounts don't even apply to this season. It shows that the board backed Goodwin before and let him sign experienced first team guys to build a culture to build a squad you look at the amount of leaders in the squad this year and not all of them are new new players you've just seen like Shaughnessy leave for for example who was absolutely integral to that you have to do all that to get to the point you're in now and you have to spend a bit of money and the alternative if you don't spend that bit of money is you're still spending quite a lot of money you still have Covid and all the rest of it and then you end up with Dundee United where you're going back down and you're getting absolutely flushed so Mm -hmm. I just think I think it's it's positions if it was a gamble or it wasn't. I think it's just to which it, to what extent you're willing to to kind of speculate is more more accurate. I think a lot of it would give like Goodwin and Robinson the credit, but it goes right back to the, the people that are behind the scenes, the board, <coughs> right right down to the stuff we were talking about at the kind of top of the podcast with the the, the guys behind the scenes, like the, the social media guys, like James and. Loose and all that, it's just that it kind of permeates right through the entire club. Nah, yeah, it's all the way up for like the bond and all that. Like the guys, like obviously, like Keith Lasley's mm-hmm. brand new, he's been great with us. That's on top of all this other stuff that he's doing that's obviously really good. The board are really like accommodating with everybody, they'll speak to anybody who any, any single like you see them engaging with people, which makes such a difference because for years it was such a closed shop. And, that definitely translates onto how successful yeah. this season was for yeah, us. Because we talk about an identity, that's not just a a tactical thing. That's across the, the board of the club. Culture like, change. Yeah, this is the most engaged among I can remember. Yeah, hundred percent. Even as far back as the Love Street days, it used yeah. to be the support and the board and the players. But see now, it's we're all as one. We are in a link. Credit need to go to the W Seven boys. I mean, what they have done to change such a soulless new stadium. Um, and what they've done to change it, we all just feel as one now, and that, this is the most inclusive St Mern I've ever. And when it's done I right, never remember Smizer as well. Uh, and, and I think Smizer have been great. Eh? Not getting into it, like, we don't have all night, and we don't want to. But when Smizer's done right, and all the rest of it, Smizer's an integral part of that. And I think the only frustration that's ever really come out of any of us this year has been that the focus has been stripped away from. Yeah. From that, it's not uh, yeah. about who's doing right and who's doing wrong and who's not done this and who's not. It's that. So much oxygen and energy is going into oh, talking about right. stuff which right, sort, it, sort it out in a room behind the scenes and leave leave us out of it. Like there's no definitely there's no need to talk. There's no need to be in the front page right. and the I back page of the fucking Herald. Like really proud that we've got a guy like Keith Lasley and the manager 
Stephen Robinson in place because they're, they're solid-minded guys. They know what they want. They know the, the bullshit. They'll what know what to deal with. They'll tell people to fuck off when they need to fuck off. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Let me go on with my job. And uh, <clears throat> even John Needham, a, a short tenure, but a tremendous chairman so far. And uh, I think I think we're going in the right direction. I think it's I think really... It's it's, I really look forward to going to some more games. It's like it's having defined roles behind the scenes as well. Mm. It's not like having people... Like, obviously, it's kind of been because of necessity. People have kind of marked in where they had to. And, like, all credit to the club for doing that. But now we've got someone that does that, someone who does this. It just it bleeds into every aspect yeah. of the club. And we no longer feel amateur, for yeah. me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We used to, for years, we felt amateur. We felt really just fucking somebody's brother will do it. I'll be fine. But now we feel really professional. We've got the right thing. That we spoke right at the very beginning. The social media thing is exceptional, what we're doing. We just feel, as you say, everybody's got their role, everybody's doing it properly. The proper people are in the proper roles. It's not just a case of some other fucker will do it, just give it to him. Yeah. It's only going to get better as well uh, once the misery hunter's well being centre opens just across from <laughs> the way stand. You know, the and you, get, and you get this in the, the ticket office, need to get their arse and gear. It's the only, <laughs> kind of, the, the only kind of leftover for the bygone eras. Sorry, I've got an agenda. <laughs> Uh, I mean, uh, we'll, we'll start kind of rounding this off and we'll, 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 we'll just, we'll, I know. We? So we need to go as quickly as we can through uh, the awards. So no explanations needed. Just point it out and we'll move on. Uh, player of the year. I mean, just our, our single player of the year. So I, I'm happy to go out there and just say it's, it's, cool. it's Marco Harris. It's not, it's not mine. So. Well, wait, I wonder who you're going to choose. Mr. Ryan Strain. Mr. Sunburn. Just to be something different, I'm going to say Ryan Strain as well. I think he's been. I'm the same as Craig and Andrew. I think Ryan Strain has been a revelation. I think particularly to come back for what he had to deal with the yeah. Airdrie game Aye. to Aye. now. I think it's, it's weird having a, a right wing back be your playmaker, but everything's come through him this season. Like mm-hmm. I think he's um, he's third in the fucking gorgeous as well, isn't he? Yeah, good looking boy. <laughs> he's third in the league for crosses behind uh, Tav. <laughs> and, uh, and Barisic as well and um, but even like defensively as well I don't think he gets a lot of credit for how good he is defensively Aye. he's very rarely beaten one on one again like he's he's third in tackles one behind Joe Newell and Tav. Paul McGinn weirdly nah Aye. Tav's Tav's got, <laughs> Tav's got better shit to do so <laughs> Paul McGinn our old pal Paul McGinn Aye. but he's just he's all round play he's been incredible nice. I think I think when we when we saw him uh, sign for Anton Ferdinand's agency a few weeks ago, I think we uh, all know what's going to happen in the summer. But I think it's if he does get his move, it's going to be deserved. A very deserved, and B it's going to make us a bit of money. And I, uh, he's been been incredible for us to be honest. But I, uh, I think we're, we're kind of presenting other names just because it's not Marco Harris mm-hmm. because he got every single award at the, yeah. the Player of the Year awards, but. That's a great one. Well, that's that was a nice same, same thing. <laughs> but I mean, I just voted Trevor Carlson because I love goalkeepers. Ah, but no, I think I, I think I go back to not not even just doing it for that. But I do think a lot of the time this season, you think in games that we've won, mm-hmm. 
by one goal or you're hanging on for a draw narrowly late in game see the amount of saves that Carson's had with like 10 minutes to go ones that are like one on ones or he's saving stuff for point blank range for like headers for corners and it's saves uh, off his face at Celtic Park aye <laughs> it's a lot of points mate see what that live commentating that live that was one aye. of the best saves I've ever it was seen so good and then when you watch it back it's just fine aye, but it was just, <laughs> like, just so reactionary aye, you know, it's brilliant incredible it's, aye, aye. Uh, I think Carson had a brilliant season especially having to fill Annex boots as well Scott Tanzer. <laughs> I know. Next, we'll move on then. Hi. Well, um, I'll also mention that we also put the, the poll out to the Patreons uh, for the patron player. They also chose Ryan Strain for all the reasons. Uh, for all the, all the reasons that Andrew said, we don't need to go through it again. Um, Favorite game? 3 0 Levy. Christmas Eve. That, that's that's 3 0. Was that me and you that were on for that? that all the pressure. Like building up to that for a little bit. I know there was like grown men on Facebook saying that it was like the biggest week of their life and all that, but it was really, really tense by the time the kickoff rolled around. And then 45 minutes later, Jimmy taps off Robert Hanks. I was on the phone to the passport office. Uh, I agree with Mark. So good. Just Mm -hmm. exceptional day. Great result. It felt like the performance against Air at the end of the great escape but it was aye, just like well, aye, exactly the same pressure was on and it, it just all came together on the same yeah. day it was just phenomenal that day was just a haze for me because that was the opening <laughs> of the new the new shop and 25 Lawn Street uh, 25 Lawn Street and Jesus Christ that was unexpected and what a pint was that the game that led to ease my nerves uh, bar three people standing up yes Aye. Aye. Worked out really, really well then. I bet it's getting edited out, isn't it? <laughs> For reasons we spoke about earlier, I think the Dundee United 3-0 away game was my favourite game this season. Aye. In terms of what it represented going forward, but we've, we've covered that, so we won't mm-hmm. do it again. Mine's just beating Celtic. Aye, I, I had a tremendous yeah, yeah. day, night, day after. Aye, not really much. Yeah. yeah. Don't really need to say much else about it, to be fair. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. Celtic game. Yeah. Next one's a, a one worder, isn't it? Yes. Uh, funniest moment. That's not the one I had in mind. Right. <laughs> I think for best. Oh shit! So I best signing. I think Sorry. for best signing. There's one signing that we've not really spoken about, and I I think this is maybe the opportunity to mention a younger. Mm-hmm. If a right. younger had been fit yeah. all season, I, I think that we were saying this before we started recording. If, if he'd been fit all season, we would have made Europe. No. I agree. No question. Yeah. Cool. We all agree, the younger. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Ross, fucking agree. <laughs> Ryan Strain. Ah, okay, that's fair. Uh, that's not fair. overly convinced yeah. we are younger, to be honest, but that's for another day. Yeah, that's for another day. Oh. Um, I think we've we've not seen the best of them yet. It's no. another day when you know, but not a time. Yeah. Drastically. <laughs> <laughs> um, but right, funniest moment. Um, I mean, I think we can categorically say the Aberdeen game at home went. Oh, that yeah. No, it's going to be the two footer at the end of the Rangers game. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I think there's two moments that we can talk about while right. being filmed that are, that we can choose between for that, and I think it's probably a straight vote. It's either a younger saving it against oh, yeah. Livingston, yeah. or it's specifically Kelrus being shouted so to go up for this next corner yeah, yeah, after yeah. that goal it's, it's, it's one of the two and it, on a sentimental note which I'll say very quickly uh, someone that's related to my family that was their last summer game and then they passed away just about a month after that and it makes me smile so much uh, that they're, uh, they're like pretty much their final summer memory is rinsing the Aberdeen uh, goalkeeper do you know what I've got to say about that in the, the Rangers game you've done the commentary I thought your, your, your words were really touching with the uh, after the minutes applause, I know he wasn't in the role of honour, but 
I didn't know the guy, but it was really heartfelt coming mm-hmm. for you. I thought it was yeah. exceptional for you, Mark, and to hold Agreed. that together through that was was really good. And you should be really proud of that, mate, because it must have been a really tough, tough moment. I appreciate that, man. I'm not. I'm certainly not going to pretend that it was someone that was closest to me than they were or whatever else. But there's something about that where. I was quite like when me and Craig did Kilmarnock and it was after, the first game after McGarvey died. Yeah. I'm not old enough to watch Frank McGarvey play football, but you hear so many people talk mm. and you had to say something. And even having not seen him play football, I got about two sentences in and I could feel my voice start to go. And it's just that yeah. thing where you just try and stay on the right I, I think we right both tried to acknowledge at the time yeah, and said, yeah. look, we, we are far too young to have yeah. seen him play. And especially Sam is about fucking 40 years too young for that. But <laughs> uh, you, you kind of covered it really, really well at the time. Wasn't good enough for me, wasn't it? A 15, 20 goal a season striker, so... <laughs> Doug Sumner scored against Plumbers. Pug <laughs> Pumner. But I think I think this might be the the, the highlight of of the podcast. Um, you, if you're watching, you might see Craig has his iPad out. It is the best of social media. We, we're going to do our best and worst, but we've just the worst is still the best. So I was about to say he was sitting there like a now disgraced ex. Bond and television show host there on that <laughs> iPad, but like he's morally but not legally. Wrong. He's, he's, he's all good. I thought you were going to say former board member. I was ready to just do the say <laughs> the main stand. So I think there's fifteen of these and there's only six of us. So we're going to have to do two each, and then when it gets to the last bit, just get it back to me and I'll do it. But yeah, this is basically the the worst takes of the year, the funniest takes of the year, and just mm-hmm. everything in between. And the the first entry. Is actually something that came in maybe this was the latest entry at maybe like 3 4 pm today from someone called Backshift Angler, which is a, some kind of euphemism <laughs> or acronym. So, St. Martin's supporters marching on Backshift Angler could do worse than have Paul McMurdin back at Paisley. <laughs> He's a great wee player, in my opinion, and Dundee have made a mistake letting him go. And then the, the first, the top comment is just. McGowan. <laughs> so, yeah. I've, I've this, should... not sure who he's talking about. Yeah, yeah. 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 Is, it's is just is someone wanting... registering with a parole officer. <laughs> is he wanting to sign McGowan? Is he trying to correct him and say, do you mean McGowan? Try to find him. Um, <laughs> somewhere in between, there's, there's some kind of weird kind of bastardisation of those two players that turns right. up in Paisley next season, oh. but no thanks. They're a um, good player, aren't they, to join together? Mm-hmm. The, the next one, then I'll hand it over, is um, from... Pie and Bovro's own div, just uh, the big man from a from an article he did in a four four two. It wasn't four four two. I think it was a uh, football Scotland. Unfortunately, I got that one wrong when I called him out on it. But uh, twenty who wrote, questions. Who wrote, who wrote the four four two article that you accused no, him of writing? No Craig? comment. No comment. <laughs> nah, Craig. That man's Craig, name. Who wrote it? Craig Devine. <laughs> <laughs> so, in, a, in an article with uh, twenty questions, this was question number twenty. So, where will you finish in the Premiership this season, and will you win any trophies? His answer was tenth. No chance of any trophy unless there is one on offer for being the first club to bag its manager. So. That's an early contender for the winner, but yeah, that is I'll, I'll swipe this over and pass it on. And be careful where you're swiping when you've got that. <laughs> and remember, uh, this has also been recorded. We have Bovro again, oh. who tweeted on the 3rd of April last year, the comparison to Stubbs is nothing to do with the squad. It's got everything to do with the way he's conducting himself. Every St. Martin fan should be deeply concerned by the rambling nonsense of an interview. Throwing his players under the bus right now is madness. 
Now, I think that might be after the Motherwell game. Yeah, I think it's after the Motherwell game. After, yeah. I I think that was last season, but it still can be included. I don't buy any of the Thorys players under the bus thing. I think what he said was Alan Power is not going to contract and Alan Power did not get a contract. That's no, what yeah. what also said that Dean Linus and Joe Jonas threw goals yeah. at us, by the way. Watch off four goals back. The second one also includes Pineborough, but also includes a friend of mine, uh, Fraser Burns, who <laughs> tweeted, Stephen Robinson has had an absolute shocker today in more ways than one. He has a huge job in his hands to win me and many other fans over. Pineborough replies, we are looking straight down the barrel at Stubbs version 2, mate. <laughs> down the barrel. Fraser re- the barrel. replies, unbelievable, mate. Genuinely gobsmacked at that after the match interview. The guy is a fanny. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what game that was after, by any chance? Which means vagina. That must be the Motherwell game as well. It, is, it was a Motherwell game, mate. Am I swiping right or left? Whoa! <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm packing. Right. On the Saman supporters Facebook group, Joe Shivers, Shivers, cue the post of Robo out, William Smith. Our team has been divided by a bigot. We all know who he is, and there's no need for his kind of poison at our club. So many players offended and sickened. Offended and sickened. It's hard to watch our players not give their all. Martin Blair, who's this bigot you speak of? <laughs> Brian McGinty, B, I don't know. I, think it's the- I have no idea what that means. Give us a clue. <laughs> uh, oh, Sam Smith. <laughs> He doesn't either. He's talking nonsense. (laughs) The best part of this is under Sam's comment, it says posting dot dot dot. So somebody's coming in with absolute fire at this point, but that was mental. That's insane. (laughs) Fucking hell. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So this appears to be a Pie and Bovro poster. He's getting in here a lot, isn't he? No, sorry, the, the, the forum. Oh, right, the forum. I oh, thought it was guy. Div. The forum. Jock MD says, With the potential withdrawal of a few of our regular players, I'd like to see our manager give Jay Henderson the opportunity of playing, not in his wing position, but in a centre-forward one. Jay, I believe, is the best at shooting a goal in a squad. Is not it, just shooting, shooting that goal. Shooting that goal. Is this shooting? Was this the same guy that was pitching Jay Henderson to be a wing back at one point? Yeah, it could be. Okay. No, that was uh, that was uh, Mr. James Goodwin. Oh, right, sorry. <laughs> Jock MD. There you go. Let's see what we've got here. <laughs> it's another, uh, yeah, another fairly fresh one from just the last couple of weeks from St. Martin supporters marching on Facebook. Mr. David Tervet. Apart from the cash, we would lose by not playing the old firm again. This season, we're probably better off in the bottom six knowing we can't go down. What? <laughs> Did, you can only assume this was typed about an hour after taking an edible. <laughs> <laughs> there is no point or no end to that sentence. Jesus. <laughs> Maybe the worst take of the entire season. Here we go. This was pre Kilmarnock game. <laughs> I'm not planning on doing a massive amount of notes. Why is myself brackets before commentary tomorrow? 
I'm sick of Kilmarnock, so I'm not reading Danny Johnston's stats live. <laughs> to which Sam Smith replied, that shows how much you care, because who the fuck is Danny Johnston? He writes for 4 for 2 I'm sure. <laughs> I think this, this was obviously a Friday night when I was far gone. Brilliant, I get the best one. Craig underscore Kelly. Oh, I panicked uh, <laughs> in, a con- <laughs> in a conversation, was it with you? It was. I, Craig Kelly on the 26th of July 2022 about Robinson he do, uh, about Derek McInnes he doesn't have Aberdeen's expectations either we will finish comfortably comfortably mid-table comfortably fuck me comfortably ahead of St Mirren because we have a far better manager he's the only one not drinking tonight as well uh, <laughs> and Shamanic escaped relegation by uh, points you can always tell how juicy a tweet is by the fact that two people have liked it one person's retweeted it and like seven have marked it you can just tell the ratio (laughs) I mean we're seeing it again now with like Dundee coming up with the like this this isn't even going in front of the camera (laughs) because it doesn't matter what way I describe this it's no it doesn't do it justice I'll I'll read it out could you aye so it's there incredible read it out it is on uh, Submarin FC fans which is probably the worst of the two hi guys does anyone know if tomorrow's game there's a minute's applause for fans who passed last year or is there a roll call on the big screen obviously that isn't yeah, funny so, yeah. Yeah. having the background of us a wee <laughs> laughing faces <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you want me to do one more and then I'll pass back uh, to you? What, sorry Sam what about the person that tweeted the other week asking the the, the, the ticket office what does a season ticket get <laughs> oh we forgot <laughs> and every home game pal since the last since the 1900s uh, I may as well read this one because it's been sorry it wasn't the fact that they just asked what does a season ticket get you it was the, the, the kind of incredulous yeah. like attitude towards yeah. it like will you fucking Would reply to me <laughs> yeah that what does it get you <laughs> do you know what I don't want any trouble Jamie can read this one oh god oh Jesus oh, I'll do it if you don't want to no that's fine this was posted on call it Facebook 18th of October well, that man business with Stuart Gilmer. Just in case, women emoji. <laughs> again, sorry, I, I missed that. Yeah, I don't know if you need to read the full thing or you can summarise this I'll one. Uh, don't forget that tomorrow starts the new Facebook brackets, aka new name Meta, <laughs> where they can use your photos. Don't forget the deadline is today. <laughs> if you prefer, you can copy and paste this version. If you do not publish a statement at least once, <laughs> it will be. I think it meant tactically, but it's all spelt wrong. Allowing the use of your um, photos. Basically, one of these, like, your mob posts. This is a guy that wants to run our fucking club. 18th October last year was the the moment that all the kind of chain mails from 2004 AOL kind of made themselves onto the internet, saying, if you don't pass this on, you will be murdered in your sleep. It's essentially, and then it's all capitals at the bottom. I do not give Facebook or Meta permission to share anything of mine. Some some hacking group in a basement in Vietnam being like, guys, guys, we've got them. It's photos of a 60-year-old guy playing golf. We're done. Who, who was the guy that posted a link on Twitter to a porno website? That man's <laughs> name. That, that was that guy. That was Ian Brown. Bro.xx. If I posted that, I would have the F-E-A-R. <laughs> um, next one is Ian McLaughlin. Oh. 
It was tagged Alan Till in a post saying, the grant isn't being repaid. I know Ralston costs £1.5 million and the board anticipated the cost to be half that. If you're an accountant, Alan, I'd love your comments on the accounts for the AGM. £1.5 million. <laughs> Ralston, our little training ground. That's how much the club cost. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I'm lost in this junk because that sounds probably run about the right kind of figure. <laughs> And wow. yeah, and I think we'll wrap it up with this one. Uh, <laughs> there might be a couple more after this, I'm not sure, but um, I think that's a good one to wrap it up on. So, this is a uh, Mizzy Hunter's very own Mark Jordan today, again, another late entry. Mark Jordan, <coughs> Richard Dixon releasing a video saying he was going to buy St. Murren before then saying he only ever meant he wanted to invest a wee bit and then not even doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for full naming me on that one. Mark. Wait, wait, we can't end on that one, I'm sorry. This is going to make things really oh, awkward when I can show up to the Hustles Academy, Richard. <laughs> Which, La- last one before we say that it's going to get the message anyway so I don't you know the truth Sam? <sighs> hey listen I've got no interest in the truth <laughs> <laughs> in a conversation with uh, Ian Brown Mark uh, Paul Kacken uh, the 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 Schmeisser the now Schmeisser uh, chairman who by the way before I say this is apparently doing a really good job yeah, yeah, but yeah. is now not on Twitter uh, now because he said we don't pay any wages over the summer players are out of contract the budget needs to reflect all of the outgoing if you overspend as we are then that money runs out how is that complicated it is complicated because players get paid during the summer <laughs> which no offence to the guy apparently he's doing really well but that is now why he's not on Twitter because incredible. to add to Mark Jarlton's uh, count this year is that the Smyser chairman and Phil Clark that you managed to take off of Twitter this year former announcers <laughs> co-opted chairman no one is safe He's just found out that the club's wage bill is 20% higher than he thought it was going to be. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie, do you get paid in the summer? Do we get paid at all? Do we get paid? <laughs> Ali, I'll have a word with you privately. Uh, okay. okay. but, um, I, th- I think that rounds that up and, I'm, and we can round the awards up. Uh, we do have, we're, we're going to go quickly over the, the pre-season predictions. Do we have time for that? Yeah, I've got them. I'll, I'll, I'll tear through them tear fairly through quickly. Tear through them as quickly as possible. Well, if, if you want a spoiler to the whole thing, I awarded a point for every correct prediction oh, across okay. the whole thing. In joint last place, Sam and Ross with one point. In tied second place, Jamie, me and Craig with two points. Oh. And in first place with three, Andrew Christie. Can I also just say that I predicted that we would finish sixth on fewer points than seventh? Go back and check the tapes. I'm quite pissed off about that because that was my prediction last season. <laughs> you can't be too pissed off, kid, because I gave you the benefit of the doubt because you said sixth or seventh. <laughs> fuck, <laughs> fuck off, Andrew. <laughs> very, very quickly. I will never fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew and Craig both got sixth correct. Sam said fifth, which I respect. Me and Ross both said ninth, so fuck the pair of us. All of us either said a young girl brophy for top goal scorer. Mm. Um, Sam and Ross again with a shite text there with trophy. Really uh, player of the year, a couple of Erehons, a couple of strains, a Bacchus. Jamie said Mark O'Hara. Young player of the year, everyone said Kieran Offord, which 
If we're actually going to pick a young player, I think he probably was player of the year. I mean, it's it's no no Alex Grieve at 24. Somebody's one young to play. First manager sacked. Now, we we all picked a manager that got sacked, other than than Sam, who picked Lee Johnson. (laughs) (laughs) Somehow made it 10. How is he still in the job? (laughs) Sorry to break it to you like this on a live camera, Andrew, but you picked uh, Graham Alexander and he was actually sacked before the season started, so that didn't count. (laughs) So it's actually a four way tie for, for first place. Uh, but others, uh, a couple of Davidsons. No, by Davidson, he picked Goodwin, which he got right. I think Alexander may have been sacked a day after I made that prediction as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. Everyone picked Celtic as league winners. Yeah. Everyone picked, uh, everyone other than Andrew picked St Johnston to get relegated, but Andrew picked Kelly. And here's where the real money is something mental to happen. Mm-hmm. I don't think I gave any... Well, I, I gave myself a point for this, actually. Oh, we'll, we'll get to that. I'll say that last. Because uh, I'm in charge. Fuck off, Mark. <laughs> uh, Andrew said that Graham Alexander and Van Veen would have an oily boy fight on the pitch. Which, <laughs> if Alexander hadn't been sacked, I think there's every chance that might have happened. But he was sacked. I still like to have seen that. Craig had Ryland being a guest of honour at a Saints game and then going on a night out in Paisley. <laughs> which might have happened, we just don't off. know. We just, we just don't know. Um, Sam guaranteed European football fuck. for next season. So fuck that. Cheers, Sam. Uh, Jamie had Erehorn scoring from the halfway line or an old firm riot. Was there an old firm riot this season? I don't think so. There was a couple of wee like, boys running after each other, but I don't think. Celtic fans battering each other in the Merchant City after they won the title. That kind of thing. Uh, Ross Hart splitting the old firm. I think. <laughs> no, you don't <laughs> we know what you think. You thought Hearts would split the old firm. <laughs> yeah, I think if uh, Van Bronckhorst stayed, I think that would. And Nielsen's and Hearts got better. And Hearts get better. And I have loads of stuff, but I could have. And then uh, <laughs> saving, uh, saving myself for last year, uh, Declan Gallagher to outscore Tony Watt, which if you only take some appearances, he did. Yeah, fair enough. Oh, yeah. Well done, Mark. So no, I'll give you that. Get that's that right round, yeah, yeah. I also said Lasley would be in the dugout at one point, which I don't, <laughs> I don't know if that happened. So you get half a point, really, rather than one point. Okay, I'll sit in second bottom, then just oh. above, just above Sam and Ross. <laughs> so who, who won overall? Uh, Ross. No, I didn't. <laughs> football was we all won. Football was we all won. That man's name. <laughs> Andrew Christie was, was Stuart Football. <laughs> <laughs> That's by a new character for next season. Stuart Football. But anyway, on that note, I think we'll we'll, we'll call it at that. Uh, thank you for listening, last watching. Uh, Misery.hunters.co.uk for all your merch. I'm going to put one last plug in for PaisleyCraftBeer.com. Twenty-five Lawn Street. Yeah, Twenty-five Lawn Street. Best craft beer selection in Paisley. Not just Paisley. Well, yeah, that's true. The West. The West of Europe. Um, <laughs> Europe, <laughs> as, Europe as the West. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, p- patreon.com forward slash misery hunters, three pounds a month. You'll get entered into our monthly competition, which this month is an actual season ticket. So there's actually something yeah. worth not saying all our other prizes are shit they're all good but this one's a bit worse in order to pay for the whole thing you would have to be a patron for a decade exactly so, so there you go. subscribe you slugs what does a season ticket actually get you <laughs> <laughs> oh that's a, that's a question for the ticket office <laughs> um, and for the longest one I think we'll ever have 
Well, I'm just going to go with the easy option and say, fuck Alex Ray. Fuck Paisley Craft Beer. Ah. <laughs> 25 lunch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fuck the Tipman fans who prefer white shorts over black shorts on the home kit. Fuck Malcolm Mackay. <laughs> Malkate's pals who are probably also cunts. <laughs> fuck all of Partick Thistle. Uh, <laughs> fuck Robert Snodgrass. <laughs> fuck... And fuck you for listening. <laughs> the Saints are coming in. The Saints are coming. Sports Social Podcast Network. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.